Hey everyone, welcome back to Life on a Mission podcast, where we talk about just that, living our life on a mission. Um, we talk about that through ministry, um, we talk about that through missions and charities and nonprofits, and basically we talk about that through people who are just trying to make the world a better place. Um, this week my guest is Marty Swift. Um, she is somebody that I've grown up with. Um, me and her son went to school together through uh, middle school to high school, and she is a fantastic mom, uh, a fantastic neighbor, and she's just a really kind person in her community. We sat down and we talked about this uh, mission that her and a lot of other people have gotten together with, and essentially, I'm not going to butcher it too much, and I'll let her do most of the explaining, of course, but it is a donation group. Um, essentially what she's doing is she has paired up with a lot of people in her community and they have decided to pull their resources together and to go to the local ministries in their community and figure out who they're going to donate to for that year. It's a really cool initiative. Um, I think it's awesome. I got to sit down with her and talk about that. And, um, basically I think anybody who listens to this is going to learn something new today. So Sit down and uh, give this a listen, and I hope you all enjoy. Thank you. <clears throat> Marty Swift, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, so... The way that I know you is that I grew up with your son, and you have been the mom of so many of us, like all of the cowboys and everything like that, and it's just been like a pleasure like growing up with you being that mom figure, but now mm-hmm. um, my mom has informed me that you and a group of individuals are... Um, kind of in this outlet of ministry of allotting your resources to different ministries. And I think it's really interesting. And um, I just kind of want to give the audience a chance to, to kind of learn about what it is that you guys are doing and everything and just how you guys are, um, even though it might not be like yourselves are going on mission trips or something like that, but you are actually like looking at the ministries in your community and, like figuring out how you can invest in them. I think that's really special, but I just wanted to give you an Mm. opportunity to talk about that. But again, thank you so much. So what is it exactly that you do? Thank you for having me. It's a little bit deja vu here. Like, wow, Lord, Drew's grown up. (laughs) (laughs) What a pleasure. Still room to grow. Still room to grow. (laughs) God knew that uh, we had this day ahead of us. But yes, Mm -hmm. so um, several years ago, Probably three now. We'll be starting our fourth starting um, January. I'm going to pull up my calendar here so that I can be specific on our dates. But in January, on January 27th, we'll be kicking off our 2020 um, mm-hmm. uh, 621 experience, and this will be our fourth year. Mm-hmm. Um, God grew it up um, with um, on a Bates is works for the National Christian Foundation, mm-hmm. and she and Karen Arrow are good buddies. You know Miss Arrow, and mm-hmm. your kiddo, your the Arrows had a friend group um, in yours and Spencer's class. So, mm-hmm. uh, and so Miss Anna Bates came to Karen and said, "Hey, God has given me this vision, and um, 
I think it might be something that you should pray about and we should do. And Karen's like, that sounds so awesome. And I know someone who would want to do it. So Karen knew immediately the Lord put me on her heart and just said, you know, hey, let me call Marty. Let's let's unpack this a little bit more. So we got together and Anna explained to us what a giving circle is. And I was completely like, what? I was just naive to it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, because I've never heard of that either. Never heard of it. But if you Google it now, you'll find God's got these popping up all over the United States. Really, really, really cool. In fact, Mm. we um, used uh, Nashville's Giving Circle as a model for us. Um, And there's one in Atlanta. Um, There's one in Indianapolis. We also used Indianapolis's. But there's plenty of more. Um, but yeah, so Anna just kind of, Anna worked for National Christian Foundation, which they are a huge organization that influences kingdom giving. So if you've got an investor who has additional funds that they say, I want to invest these funds to grow the kingdom of God, how do I do that? Well, National Christian Foundation does that. So Anna is, was and is the expert on just helping us wrap our brains around this concept. So we did. We studied uh, what does this look like and actually um, 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 Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I? Um, Cheryl F- Sherry Fields and mm-hmm. her husband have always been involved in, in generous giving in the Louisville area. And actually, they live here in Oldham County. Mm. So Sherry just got a group of her girlfriends together and said, hey, we all love the Lord. We know that he owns everything that we have. Mm-hmm. Let's get together and let's put our money in a pile and let's see where God's at work. Mm. So Sherry already had this wow. generous giving circle going that she invited Karen and myself into. Mm. I think Anna was already a part of it. Um, so through that, uh, we got to walk alongside what does a generous giving circle look like? Yeah. And we did. And for, so for a whole year and their group meets together four times a year. So, uh, we just got to live it and experience it. And, and it just really educated us as to what is this concept? Cause like you said, it's just, I don't know. It's just not, I no no foundation for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, we sat in that for a year, and then we kept meeting, and we kept saying, okay, Lord, what next? Which was, we literally had um, a prayer partner on the side of us that agreed to pray alongside of us the entire year as we're planning this, because clearly this was not anything that we were used to. Um, And when we got back together after the year of walking with Sherry Fields' group, we're like, okay, we know God wants us to do something like this. This is so cool, but what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And we knew that the Lord had set it up for us to be a large community thing. Mm-hmm. So we just started inviting our friends and said, hey, you know, we're wanting to do this generous giving circle. Would you? Would anybody else be interested? And uh, we needed a place to meet. So the Lord opened up uh, City on a Hill for us, which was just only the Lord could do that. It was yeah. so beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. if, I, if you've ever been to City on a Hill. No. Is it the okay. same City on a Hill that does the movies? Yes. Okay. I have no wow. idea what it is. Girl, City on a we're Hill gonna go on a field is trip a, uh, one day. We'll okay. <laughs> yeah. They're a Christian movie um, production, production company. company. Yeah, yes. So, Tony Young is the owner. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. What, what movies have they made? Um, 
facing the giants. Um, what? Yeah. Um, or was it facing the no, giants? No, it was. Um, or oh, what is the uh, song uh, movie? Yeah, the, it's. Oh my, that's embarrassing. Um, no, no, no. I know it, the. Uh, oh, the last song. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> like, that's it's, Nicholas uh, Sparks. It's like the Song of Solomon's movie that um, Kyle Adamant directed. Um, yeah. Okay. What? I can he, only imagine. I had no idea he directed. I can only a mi- imagine. So that oh, was yeah. produced. Tony is an investor. I, I really can't speak to exactly his involvement in it, but City on a Hill is the producers, and they have a big. They have a, a huge influence in Hollywood right oh now. Oh my gosh! And so I'm learning I can only lots imagine, of new things. Mm-hmm. Yes, is a you know a blockbuster, yeah. and the Lord allowed someone from Louisville to have a a very heavy hand in that. Mm. So, and City on a Hill is I think they're the producers. I don't know all the the it's movie a, lingo. Yeah, it's like a production company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a sense, but it's like a. Oh, I don't even know how to explain it. The only Christian movies I really know of is pra- is it Prayer Room or War Room? War Room, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like the Priscilla Shire movies. Mm-hmm. Isn't she in like a couple? She is. Yeah. Have you ever seen? I can only imagine. Um, no, I've heard you know of it's it. About the, yeah. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not a moviegoer, but I did go and see that one, and I mean, it just goes right along with the song. Yeah, and it's his. It's the singer's story about. How did the singer play himself? I believe he did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a phenomenal movie and, and blockbuster. I mean, by the standards of Hollywood it and Christian film, mm-hmm. it you know, Christian films tend to have a lower outcome. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this one has just gone blockbuster. That's so so cool. God allowed us to meet um, in Tony's mm-hmm. basement of his building, of his office. So we are not of his office, but of his building. So um, we had ample space for, it turned out that there was about 50 of us uh, that said, yes, yeah, what is this giving circles about? We want to know more about it. So we needed a place. So I'm just pointing out God's provision by yeah. providing us that, that place. Um, don't, don't let me forget to get back to Tony Young's story. But I will. so... Yeah, so we ended up um, the first year just sending out letters. I can remember I sent like out a hundred letters and just saying, "Okay, Lord, whoever you put on their heart, you know, they'll join us." And mm-hmm. so we we did. We had um, a bunch of other women interested in what it was all about, and mm-hmm. um, kind of set the guidelines according to what the Lord put in front of us. Like I said, there's so many giving circles all over the U.S., the Lord is really raising them up. But in our scenario, we're like, okay, um, there's you can give 600 or you can give 350 And we named them the Esther. Actually, it might be 365 a dollar a day. Um, <laughs> and we, we named them Esther and Naomi. Mm. No, I'm sorry, Ruth and Naomi. Okay. Um, so you could participate on two different levels because we do have a few mother-daughter um, participants that obviously the mother has more resources and the daughter may be just starting out. So they wanted, we wanted to give something for everybody, but, um, so yeah, so we came together as a group and we put all of our, our finances in that scenario of $600 or 365 in a pile and said, okay, Lord, this is yours. What do you want to do with it? And, uh, so we began a whole year of just in 
witnessing where God was already at work. Mm-hmm. So um, we know he's, his word says that I, Jesus says, I am always at work and so is my father. So we're like, okay, Lord, show us where you're at work mm-hmm. and let us join you. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's really a cool way to walk around Louisville and go, okay, show us, Lord. And that has been, you know, such a really, really, really wow. um, just enlightening yeah. thing. So when, so yeah. when you guys are, you know, keeping an eye out for these ministries, are you just kind of letting God put these people in front of you? Or is it like kind of certain people's job to go out and like Great find question. something? Great question. Um, no, actually, so the women in the body uh, of our group, they've all, the Lord has put something on their heart. So, mm. you know, there's be somebody sitting in a seat and going, oh my gosh, I know of this ministry. I love this ministry. This is my favorite ministry. Hey, I want to show you all what the Lord is doing here. Yeah. So the women come forth and say, hey, I've got this ministry I want to nominate. So the first year we did it, we had 11 um, ministries nominated. And then everyone in the body got to vote. We Obviously, you've got to vote them down uh-huh. where you can go and truly invest in them. So, And then uh, of the 11, we voted it down to four so that all summer long, um, that's what the women did. We, we, would, we set up a visit with each ministry, <clears throat> and we set up a morning visit and an evening visit so that the women can go and invest and get to know mm-hmm. and pray yeah. with. I mean, it's... So exci- those are my favorite parts really mm-hmm. about this is going into the ministry. Yeah. So in the body, the women will uh, nominate. In fact, someone texted us the other day, I've got this ministry on my mind. And mm-hmm. uh, what are you all thinking? And actually, um, it was just so cool because the ministry is here in Louisville, but their main um, area of focus is outside of Louisville. Mm. So generally speaking, we do ministries within Louisville, but it's our community. So if someone were to fall in love with a ministry in Oldham County, I don't think no one, no one yeah. would say, oh, no, that doesn't fit. Oh, doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's none of that. But, but it is um, the whole emphasis is our community. My heart, since I was a little bitty girl, is, has been foreign missions. I just mm. have. So I'm like, okay, we can do this, but my heart is foreign missions, and you, it's really difficult to go and invest and visit. So we are, we are 100% local ministry, and the idea is impact. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, when you've got 50 women together and everyone's thrown in their 365 or their 600, it piles up. Yeah, and it's that's impact. amazing. Yeah. Okay, awesome. this is, yeah. I've never heard of this. And so I'm just sitting here blown away. Like, I think this is so cool that you just, you all have the heart to do that, you know? I'm yeah. just like, wow, I didn't even know. I had no idea these things existed. I'm only three years ahead of you. Only three. Oh, the Lord did the same I'm thing like, to me three years ago. I'm like, what? Wow, people actually do this. Like, that's yeah. so cool. But... I guess I have practical questions like, mm-hmm. so you all meet in like a casual setting and like how, what's the setting like and how many people is it right, right. now? And then right. like, is it kind of like, you know, when churches do their budget meetings and they mm-hmm. have to read this and then they three people have to vote the thing in session, like. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? So right. how does a typical meeting go? Right. Well, the great, great questions because um, it's because it's spread out over the year. 
our January meeting is always our kickoff meeting. So okay. we love to have a, um, a speaker to set our hearts towards, okay, Lord, what are you doing for t- 2019? Oh, what did you do for 2018? So that is really, that's really cool. Awesome. And that's going to wrap back around to my comment. Our speaker on January 27th is Tony Young. So oh, wow. and how the Lord has just journeyed him. I've heard his testimony once before at the Generosity Council here in Louisville, which is a whole other podcast. But the Generosity, <laughs> the Council. Generosity Council. You'll, you I'm guys keep my can, ear to the ground for that. Yes, one. <laughs> yes. The Lord is doing amazing things. So he spoke at the Generosity Council and shared his testimony. But just like me and you and and Jesus, just ordinary guy who said, "Okay, yes, Lord." He said yes mm-hmm. to the Lord, and so the Lord has risen him up. So he's going to be our speaker on January 27th. Drew, yeah, you cannot come. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are a women's group. So actually, a couple of times a year, we have, we, we have made exceptions to invite the husbands into our first January meeting, but we are women's generosity group. Cool. And that is with great design. Um, he, the Lord knew that, you know, that he was working on our hearts and just so. But you're more than welcome to, to come and listen, Laura, and you would I'll enjoy you it. as a proxy. No, <laughs> no what happens in women's groups stays, stays in, in women's, women's group. group. That's <laughs> Stay right. out of it. That's right. You just have to so, give me a thumbs up. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's our January meeting. Our February meeting is educational. Um, last year, we knew that the Lord was working on us individually and as a group on the difference between operating out of scarcity and abundance Raising my hand out of guilt. I, like, I just have this scarce mentality. Like, well, if I give it to the Lord, I'm not going to have enough. Mm. Well, if I, so the education part of it last year was just the Lord unleashing in every single one of us that He is a God of abundance mm-hmm. and that we can step into that mm-hmm. with peace and truth. And so He literally, um, that was His education piece. So in February, we have something to that effect. Don't know what the Lord is going to do this year on topic, but none of us want to operate out of a scarcity mindset. I don't for sure. So if Jesus owns the cattle on a thousand hills, Lord help write that on my heart Mm -hmm. because I am no longer going to believe that I don't have enough resources to do what you've called me to do. So February is that. Um, And then uh, March is the exciting it's where the lord has put a ministry on the women's heart mm. so we all get in a room together and it's a beautiful room by the way and <laughs> it's the same room at that city on a hill um and just ask the women what's the lord put on your heart do you have a ministry that you know of that you'd like to share with us and yeah. so um they do and we i think the past couple of years we had six last year we had five ministries two years ago first we start with 11 so we're praying that the lord will bring more ministries but at the end of the day he knows we are not going to influence it and so there will be women sitting in that room that say i know of this ministry that i know where god's at work and i'm going to show you all Mm. so after the march meeting then comes the april meeting where literally the ministries come into 
our meeting and they they share and so we narrowed it down to we always narrow it down to four after uh-huh. the march yeah and the four ministries come and they're like well i'm i'm doing i'm restoring lives of single women and single single moms with yeah. children i'm restoring lives of, in the prison ministry i'm restoring yeah. lives you know whatever the lord is doing in those ministries the ministry leaders come and share with us that's awesome that you all give them a chance to bear testimony and like you get to interact with them and engage yeah. and like wow i bet you all it's your amazing. amazing stories He's taught us so much just in that april meeting like refugees I mean, the Lord is always at work, and we get to sit and witness what he's doing. And so and those meetings were just so much fun. So that's April, where they the four ministries come. And then we know better than to touch May. We do not meet in May. We, it's Derby. <laughs> we know better. We know our boundaries. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so May, June, July, we, like I was saying earlier, we set up appointments with yeah. the ministries. And we go and we visit and okay. we witness and we, and those are, oh my goodness. It, it's, you just walk out going, wow. Yeah. Like, just to get to witness this past year, uh, we all, all, all of us, um, got to go and visit hope place. Um, and we got to go and visit, do you know, we hope place? know about them. Yeah. What is that was one of the ministries that we called up for. I think we so. Had a, uh, There's a lot of places with the word hope in it. True. Yeah, that's with, true. Like true. ministries in Louisville, but I do think we we had our college age ministry at Southeast. Like yes, we would volunteer yes. once a week yes. at those places, and I think mm-hmm. Hope was one of them. Hope place. Yeah, I think you all did college mm-hmm. age ministries. Yeah, had something to do. Yeah. Um, so Hope Place was one of them nominated this year, Beside You for Life, which is the pregnancy Oh, center. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were nominated. We got to go down, and whew, the Lord wrote, wrote some things on my heart down there. It was really fascinating mm-hmm. to, you know, abortion is really hot right now, mm-hmm. and we really got to witness um, the struggle that's mm-hmm. going on down there in, yeah. that, in that area. So... Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So the other, let's see, let's see, let me do the other two. And then um, we got to witness, um, um, I'm trying to, the, trying to think of, totally drawn a blank. It's single mom ministry. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to pull up my notes. But well, Let me ask you this real <laughs> quick. Mm-hmm. When there's a ministry that's nominated, is there a... Uh, is there a certain checklist that the group wants to go through with with that ministry that they're meeting uh, certain things, or is it kind of just like whatever's really kind of pulling on my heartstrings the most? That's a great, great question. question. <laughs> great question, because you're way ahead of yourself. Because yeah. <laughs> I was blind to that. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah, I, I think every one of us in the room are on fire for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to come alongside Christian ministries. We want to come alongside ministries that are showing and living and being the feet of Jesus. Yeah. So um, from gathering our research from all the different ministries that are all over, I think Boston has one. It's a, it's a giving circle. Um, and their, their mantra is women and children. So, Ours wraps around the work of the Lord. So um, 
the the questions that would be as you're ministry number one a 501c3 it's really hard to give to someone who's not a 501c3 indeed oh wow yeah is it really Oh, it's well, okay. If you're wanting a tax write off, yeah, then it's really, really yeah. hard. Yeah, obviously, if the Lord puts it on my heart, I'm gonna yeah. give it, you know. Okay, but 501c3s are only tax write offs, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I just I was confused that it would be hard to donate to organizations that weren't well. It's like I, for if this podcast or something, if somebody wanted to give me like. A thousand dollars for the podcast. They couldn't write it off in their taxes. Yeah, because you're not an official five hundred one c three. Exactly. So it's like if someone gave a thousand dollars, they'd still give two hundred and thirty dollars worth of tax money to the government, mm-hmm. even if they like donated a thousand dollars. So it's like they they would be giving twelve hundred and thirty dollars total. Okay. Okay. But, but that if makes they, sense. If I if if I was a five hundred one c three, they were able to write it off. They wouldn't have to give. $230. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that is a tricky thing. So those are, there are some guidelines that we, um, we've adopted Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, they're in our documents. We have, we spend a lot of time in prayer over Lord. What do our documents look like? Because number one, we don't want to lead anybody astray. Number two, Mm. we want it to be because we all love Jesus. We want it to fall in line with his, yeah. uh, his plan for, so anyway, we all want to have a kingdom impact. Yeah. So, um, oh, I'm remembering. So the other, um, the other one that was, um, nominated was, um, um, Jesse, um, hold on. Um, it's a mentor program. It blows my mind how the Lord has done this. Um, Oh shoot! I'm have to come back to it. <laughs> no I have to come back to it. I'll remind it's ner- you of this it. is nerve wracking. You is didn't it? tell me that this is not. You well, feel on just fire right now. We're just <laughs> in my basement. I understand. It is kind of like when the yeah. microphones start rolling. It's like okay, yeah. gotta say everything perfectly. Gotta yes, say it right, and it's and, like. Uh, and my memory is debunk. I'm always so. just kind of in my mind of like. I'm in my mom's basement, and <laughs> that's what keeps me humble on this podcast. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you're doing a good job." I'm like, "Well, it's it's still in my mom's basement." So yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just, you know. Like what I I do get stage fright. Like I really do. Yes. I do it, and I know I'm Thank not on you, a stage, Lord. but I do. Like the other day when we had the special needs talent show, yeah. I was on stage <gasps> and like. Were you? Were you, you were, were there? there? No, I could not come. Oh, but I saw all of yeah. that with your year old college mate. Your boy was hosting. Yeah, the whole he thing. was. He looked like the greatest I, showman. I did the greatest Cute. showman thing. I put a top hat on and I had a giant candy cane. He killed it. I was George the Candy <laughs> so Man. So he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did a good job. He kind of right. just like winged everything, but he has that way of making it all like fit together. And I, mean, I knew everything he was just making up on the spot, and I was like. Yeah, no one knows this. I can see you being the host. Yeah, those kids like. (coughs) I I honestly felt a little pressure at the beginning, but when I walked out there and all the kids just started like yelling, they just love it. They just want a reason to smile and have joy, and you don't have to do anything but wink at them, and they're just like, "Oh my gosh, so happy!" Yes. But I did this dance that I learned in Ukraine. I don't, I cannot tell you how many times I've done it. Like it's ingrained. I could do it in my sleep because wow. we did it for kids ministry. Uh-huh. But when I go up on stage, <laughs> I just like 
Freeze. blank for a second and like i had to make up this random dance move because i forgot <laughs> and i was like oh my knew. gosh but yeah. and the same thing like when i led worship at ywam yeah i mm. i know so many worship songs i could sing them in my sleep like cornerstone yeah. Yeah. and like holy spirit and like all these songs but then when i'm in front of people i just literally forget the yeah. words and yeah. i'm like what is wrong with me but it's okay. Yeah, it's I understand. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. That's why we have notes. And I literally was pulled up an old email. And it just means that we're just like Moses. We just yeah. have a yeah. little didn't you? Didn't your nickname used to be? Moses. Yes. Why? In high school. Why? Because <laughs> I hit... Um, I used oh, to Oh, I like, don't need to know why. Did you no, hit No, no, no. It wasn't a bad thing. <laughs> in baseball. She was trying to be no, no, I was like, oh, we can like, get out of yes. this. I used to always have like... <laughs> giant hits and i would either like get like a home run or i would get like a double yeah, or a triple or yeah. something oh, and it was okay. literally spencer that said this he said called it or uh it was uh he was like you're like moses because you deliver <laughs> that's it that's, that's what it, it is so every time i went up to bat everybody's <laughs> See, like moses. this is something that you but need that... to tell me at the beginning of our relationship <laughs> but you let all the embarrassing things happen. here's why i didn't tell you because then what ended up happening was every time they called me moses before i was up on like before Stage i went right. out to bat i would strike out <laughs> but then they wouldn't say it and i'd like hit a dinger and everybody'd be like moses and i even uh i had like oh, those hyper so dunks and i got moses like sketched on the Nike. It was oh, a my whole goodness. thing. But. Oh my okay, gosh, that that's interesting. I never did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that just brought back a memory. Yeah. And I, I almost forgot about, about that. that, though. That's that's a memory. That is but. a memory. So, yeah, let me, because I do not want, I want to make sure that I do justice. So the, the four ministries <clears throat> that, of course, I mentioned, Hope Place, Beside You for Life, Love Thy Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you know much about them, but they are phenomenal. In fact, they had do bod- podcasts <clears throat> that you i mean you would just love it and you yeah. i mean you I'll have to check them equipment out. i mean oh my gosh drew that is so you and, yeah. and then the last one the one who the women voted on was new life direction ministries and they work with uh women who are um pregnant or need or, or single moms yeah. single moms yeah so <clears throat> uh, new life directions is the one that we all voted on um karen on and i do not vote just in full disclosure it just keeps things simple yeah but uh or clean i should say but so and that's what we do all summer long is we go and we visit these. that sounds yeah. fun they are so much fun mm-hmm. yes you need to yeah. come in and walk with us because yeah i mean i would love that are we not all in awe yeah we need to walk in to god's work i like, know it just yeah i walk away from so we do local ministry type things through ywam so every thursday um we have ministries that we know about just like what you all do you go investigate and then we'll go partner and mm-hmm. serve yes. them and whatever they but we YWAM we like serve them so we stay with them every <coughs> thursday and just do what they need us to do but i always walk away from those places just like i feel like touched by the hand yes. of god and like walk away from it just knowing something knowing some truth in like a deeper way and just being more impacted by like what's really happening around us because it's really really easy coming yes it's so easy to just stay in your comfort zone even in like even when your next door neighbor Mm -hmm. is like going through something it's very easy to just glaze over that and not think about it but it's really cool i love how you all like i can see 
<clears throat> that you are asking, seeking, and knocking yes. on like heaven's door, and like that that brings so much blessing. So mm. it's so funny how you all started as a group that you wanted to bless others, but he is. I can see he's working on your hearts in yes. intimacy and like just loving you through it yes. and like bringing you into the blessing. What he's doing. Yeah. <clears throat> when you yeah. get a peek into that, it changes everything, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I, I wanted to ask like on that approach on how you decide which ministry to go into, because literally what you were saying, it feels like you just want to give to all of them. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really mm -hmm. hard to like just choose one or something. Yes. But my next question I wanted to ask was, do you guys ever, um, get to witness the fruit out of that donation mm -hmm. for those ministries? That like, would is be there, really fun. Is there something, you. do they ever report back and be like, listen, yes. I, I got to tell y'all what happened because of y'all's yes. generosity. But great question. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> at the end of the year, always in October, so we visit them all summer long. August, we get back together and kind of recap what we've witnessed. Yeah. Uh, and then September, <clears throat> we, um, I don't have it in front of me exactly what our September meeting is. Oh, our September meetings are voting. So mm -hmm. we okay. actually vote. So August is a recap. September is voting. October is our, as our night of celebration. Awesome. <clears throat> so to answer your question... In October, at night, at our night of uh, celebrations, we invite the husbands. That's where we want Aww. them to see. They're <laughs> like, so what have y'all been up to this whole what time? What have you been up to? <laughs> what have you done with my money? I mean, we want to honor our husbands and honor that, you know, they have entrusted to us. Oh, Blindly, yeah. you're giving to this. Yeah. Okay, wife, go take $600 and give it away. And like. We want to honor them. We want them to see this is what you've entrusted to us. So <clears throat> our night of celebration is always a night where husbands are invited and we have great meal and fellowship. And we invite the ministries back to wow. come and to oh, share. Yeah. And it's so like a banquet. To, it's a banquet mm. to see the fruit of what the Lord has done. And you're talking about touching. I mean, I, I can speak for David. He walked out of there you know, a couple of years ago like, Wow. So now I see because yeah. the women, the Hosea's house is the ministry that won the first year. And I mm -hmm. say one, I don't like that word because it's not a competition, yeah. right? The right, Lord doesn't, right. we don't compete anything for him, but yeah. they were the ones <clears throat> they were voted nominated, on, nominated and right. voted on and the spirit led. But anyway, so yeah. And, um, uh, they came back and they shared and, uh, the very first year, the Lord and the Lord only <clears throat> brought in a $25,000 grant. Oh. I know. Wow. I mean, it's a podcast. So I just want to explain to everyone. Everyone's eyes got really big just at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> only God. I mean, this yeah. is God planted a seed in Anna and then she was obedient and she would, uh, she, you know, she share what the Lord said. The next thing you know, there's several of us on board and we've all got this, <clears throat> the Lord has worked on us and said, hey, I own it all, so why not give it to me? And we put it in the middle, and the next thing you know, the Lord grew it to $25,000. He showed wow. us the ministry where he was at work, and we got to award them with a check. That mm -hmm. was our very first year. So, again, it's not about the money. It's about yeah. recognizing that God owns it all. And we want to have an impact. So, Drew, you, met, you brought up a minute ago, <clears throat> you would want to, of course, we wanted to give we wanted to divide it and give it to everybody. But the Lord put on our heart early on. It's about impact giving. So we were able to um, bless 
Hosea's house the very first year with 25,000. And to your point, do you get to see the fruit? Um, I certain the Lord used that $25,000 <clears> towards several different things. Yeah. But uh, one was like to send a single mom who has, that's a whole other podcast story, wow. but um, to help her go to school and to overcome, oh, she was all right, had already overcome gosh. addiction, but to go yeah. to school and to pay for her uh, de- degree. And, right. uh, and then also towards some house things. The Hosea's house now has two houses. One was given to them. Yeah. We, well, both of them were given to them anyway, but we got to peek into that and to right. see what they're done. And actually the director of um, the ministry Hosea's house the next year said, I want to be involved. So she's now a member of 621. Oh, that's so, cool. yeah. How, yeah. Many, how many um, members is it up to now? You know, we don't, we are really good at not counting. And that's okay. on purpose. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but no, no, I mean, I don't mind. Like our, yeah. we, um, people with great reason, like far be it from me to judge someone if they've said, you know, that right now this year is not for me. That means the Lord has probably pull them in another direction or there's something going on that the Lord knows. And that is a beautiful thing. So we have a, a um, list of like 75 women who responded and said they turned, they, we want to be a part of it. And then some, for whatever reason have said, you know, I'm going to set out this year or, and in that Mm -hmm. scenario we're so I think this past year we had active, I want to say around 50 women actively investing. And so that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. So this past year, our, um, our, uh, grant was, I'm like, that's a, that's a joke. It was probably 25,000. We'll pull up on Facebook again, but we were able to give to all four ministries and, um, the other ministries ended up getting like the first year, we were able to give, I think, around $700 to the ministries who did Holy not God. participate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, did not get voted on. So they were still given something. We want to acknowledge yeah. their time and effort for hosting us. Yeah. Uh, and then we always give back to City on a Hill because they're kind enough to host us women <laughs> once a month. Um, but my point is, is that in God's kindness, he always has some overflow from our impact that we are able to give to the ministries that maybe did not win. So, uh, and that's always been like, wow, God. And the the ministries were like, you guys ended up giving me a $2,000 check. That's exactly what I needed to meet. So the Lord um, uh, knows exactly what he's doing with the overflow. Yeah, Yeah, it was 25,000 this year. So it's been 25,000 all three years. That's and then awesome. the the smaller ministries last year, I think, ended up getting four thousand apiece. Wow. So God brought in like over thirty three thousand. Yeah. So oh my. yeah. And that's you know, it's not like one person is giving twenty five thousand or four thousand right. away. It is a, a cumulative group yes. of people. I had such a hard a time cumulative. saying that word. Cumulative. <laughs> it's a tough Jeez. word. It's a tongue twister. I mean, it's a lot of people coming together, acknowledging that it's like okay, maybe. Maybe our mission in life isn't necessarily to go, but yes. maybe. But you're it might helping be to others send. go. Yeah, right. you're helping. Yeah. You're sending others because yeah. there are goers mm-hmm. and senders. And it was like mm-hmm. uh, Pastor John Piper. He said, mm-hmm. "You either go, you send, or you disobey." Right? And right. it's like right. it's a radical statement, but yeah. at the same time, it's you know, yeah, you can help in ministry in some way, whether it's you 
leading the charge or you're the one that is allowing somebody to move forward out there yeah. you know and it's that's a really the widow's cool thing. mind right yeah because he he just took my little bit yeah and he turned it into an impact for yeah, yeah. and i'm sure that also like the blessings are like coming right back because <clears throat> this being a women's group and everything i'm sure mm that a lot of fellowship is had yes. amongst everybody. And I actually wanted to ask you from a guy's standpoint, mm-hmm. what is the fellowship that you and the other women there are receiving? On How this did you get so basis? wise? No. This isn't the Drew Shadburn <laughs> that I knew and helped raise. Don't him. tell her too many stories, <laughs> please. Where did you get Drew, you hit the nail on the head. You're talking about making me cry. Um, don't we crave for community? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think that's, that yeah. is, I mean, it, it's treasure, it's time, treasures, and talents. But I think we as women, gosh, I'm going to cry. And in, um, see, this is why we put tissues <laughs> on the table. We need tissues on They're the table. right there for you. If you need it them. is about community. I, yeah. I don't care who you are. You crave yeah. for well, well, you crave for significance, and we know that our significance lies in who we are. We're yeah. his children. Mm-hmm. And if we get to be around other women who have um, said, hey, yeah, my significance is in my identity, and your significance is in your identity, and we get to come into a community where we're all alike and we've all recognized that, that yeah. is what you're asking me, the fellowship. Yeah. And once mm-hmm. a month... Granted, we take the summer months off, but once a month, we are around people that we've stepped out of the world that says you're crazy. Don't you dare give a dime to, you know, all of the, the, just the, the worldly influence. But you get to step into a room where you, you're with women that cannot give enough. Mm-hmm. And not just finances, but given our times, talents, because we recognize that's our identity and that's where we find our significance. Mm-hmm. So. Your question is very, very wise. That is really such yeah. a byproduct. One of the fruits yeah. of of our six twenty one given experience is getting to be among other women who have the same heart's desire to That's use awesome. their talents and treasures. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for asking that question. And I guess also just from like a personal observation is that I've seen a lot of this kind of overflow from you in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know if it was coming from this group or not, but like whenever I see you at church, mm-hmm. obviously like you're always so warm and everything mm-hmm. and welcoming. But like, even in these last few years, I'm like, man, there's just like, there's like this, this hunger, this craving, yes. this, mm-hmm. um, but there's like this warmth and like, I don't know, like it's just kind of flowing more from you than like what I knew like in the years before yes, and everything. And there's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's just a cool thing to, to notice is that, you know, you, even though like you're an adult and you've been conducting your life on mm-hmm. your own, you and your husband for mm-hmm. the last 20 plus years, mm-hmm. you've still decided that you can you're you're allowed to grow more yeah. and you there you can be open to receiving new things yes. and i think that's really encouraging for well, whoever's you listening know, I, I get tickled because if jesus grew in stature and in wisdom 
don't I get to grab we yeah. all get like, yeah thank you Lord that I'm yeah. not stuck in my wisdom from five years ago mm-hmm. and Jesus grew in stature and the wisdom so yeah. and yeah. he learned obedience yes. he had to learn obedience it says that in Hebrews which yeah. I just think that's amazing that yeah. is amazing. I didn't know that you're going to have to. Girl, we got our Bibles on this table for yes. a reason. We are going to have to look that up. Also, did you want to ask her about but yeah, the Tony story? Um, did she explain that yet? Freeing. Oh, yeah. No, I need to. We got to revisit Tony's story and everything, too. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, Laura. I did pull that in. I just wanted you all to know that he right. uh, is going to be at. He's going to be our speaker. Okay. January 27th. Okay. There's no, I mean, if but what's his t- official position at City on a Hill? What is? Oh, I don't. Do you know? I mean, I believe he owns the company. He oh, owns City wow. on a Hill. Okay. Okay. He cool. is the founder now. He's connected with people in Hollywood. Right. Um, he can tell all of that. And you know what, Drew? I've seen you dressed up before. I can dress you up as a girl. I can get you in. <laughs> I'm gonna, get you in. So pretty. I'm gonna receive that <laughs> with a grain of salt. Okay. Did you not dress up as a cheerleader with Spencer all those years I ago? Did. I thought so. You were telling oh, all my these stories. No, and, uh, you can tell. Sorry. It's okay. Tell the story. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. Me and Spencer did so many. This when you look back, things. it's like that's those okay, people are it. different people. <laughs> like, that's a different person. So you got to grow but in stature and in wisdom, Drew. I, Thank you, Jesus. I should hope so. <laughs> I should hope so. Wait, I would love that verse because I... Oh, okay, I found the verse. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. So this is in Hebrews chapter 5, and it's about how Jesus is like the high priest. Okay. But so Hebrews 5 verse 7, it says... During, well, it's 5, verse 7 through 10. So it says, During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And Mm. he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him and was designated by God to be high priest in order of Melchizedek. I don't know. Melchizedek. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool how you were actually saying, like, you're in a room full of women who know their identity. Mm. And because of that, things flow. From yes. that, and that's it. Says Jesus, son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered, and I think it's amazing. They're saying yes, Jesus still prayed, and he still had fervent cries, and he he had tears when he yeah. prayed. But I just I've always thought that verse was amazing because like he wasn't just perfect when he was born. Yes, he was, but like he was he without sin, but wisdom. he was tempted. And he still never sinned, but he also, he had to learn obedience, mm. which I'm just like, wow, okay, he really, that's like the human side of yes. him. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's freeing. Yeah. And I love your point, Drew, like the Miss Swift that you knew from years ago, you know, I was scratching and clawing and desperate, and but God has just taken me yeah. in, and he's like, daughter, I still have some more wisdom for you. You yeah. still get to learn it, and you're free that you didn't know it back then, but you do know it now. And the same is true for everyone yeah. around me that yeah. I just love that about him. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to go yeah. write that in my and journal. I, I, I also want to say, like, I'm not saying, like, the Miss Swift before was bad or anything. Like, oh, it's, <laughs> I'm, 
I definitely don't want you to think that, no, but it's I'm like, gonna, uh, no. I feel like you are, um, you're like allowing yourself to be a daughter again, mm, you know, yeah. like you're allowing yourself like to, I guess just mainly cause the kids are out of the house and you get to, you get to have that empty nest and you get to yeah. say like, Hey, I need to, I want to go be with my father again and I want to yes. be like his child again and stuff. And you're, yes. you're in that stage of just having like another adventure. I'm you know? telling you, I've got chills. Like where is all this wisdom coming from? It's this is crazy. Drew. <laughs> the, Only the spirit Holy of spirit. God, it's yeah. because it's because not him. Trust me. <laughs> if you recognize that, uh, 621 when someone came to me and said hey this is an idea would you be interested the whole um, push behind it was um, my I, my purpose in life my identity mm-hmm. did not just pack its bags and go off to college yeah so our children of course were our identity and our they weren't our identity they were our purpose yeah. And it was a beautiful purpose, and God allotted that to me, yeah. and I poured myself into it for many, yeah. many years. But when, literally, when this started three years ago, I was at a crossroads, and all of my girlfriends were too. Yeah. I can't tell you the people. Mary hopped. I mean, I, just so many. Jennifer Durenberger. I, I mean, so many yeah. of us were like, okay, literally, I know God's not done with me yet. Yeah. My purpose did not pack its bags and just leave. But Lord, where? Where, yeah. how, when, and um, so he opened this door and allowed me to step into it, allowed me to say yes, and I'm like, and it has so many treasures for me along the way to unpack. So, yeah, yeah that's Literally, um, exactly what it's all about. You have such a similar story to the last guest that I had on the podcast, it was Mike and Gay Cox who owned Stormhaven Youth Ranch, and literally mm-hmm. they, they didn't start that ranch until... I want to say like five years ago and they're in their sixties right now. Wow. And it was the, what they talked about and it was so, it was emotional for them because mm. their whole life they were doing things according to what they felt the world was telling them mm-hmm. the chapters of their life should be. Mm-hmm. And then they finally, in their words, stepped into obedience and decided to give God all of their resources. But, a a ranch of horses and working with at-risk youth and prisoners was brought onto their table and they've been working with that and they found so much fulfillment but it was it was because they didn't count themselves out for for being done it wasn't like okay because you didn't set the the pace for your life in your college years you don't get to do this it's like right you blew it there's no second chance there's now there's now an opportunity to to have a completely new adventure which i think is really cool it's so exciting but um one of the things that i wanted to ask you definitely just to go ahead and get this out there and available for the audience um for other women that Mm -hmm. hear this and they want to be a part of this. They think this is really cool and something they can get into. How can they get connected with you or anybody else in this in this group? Wonderful. Uh, great question. Thank you for asking because we know the Lord is blowing and the wind is blowing. And um, so we have a, a private group on uh, Facebook. It's called the 621 Experience. You can um, message through that and we um, allow unto that. And you can also call me, uh, email me, text me. Uh, my number is 502-648-4032 and say, hey, I feel like the Lord is calling me into this and 
by all means, um, it's it's open. The Lord knows what He's doing. But I will say one of the things um, that the Lord put on my, He just wrote on my heart. It was the coolest thing when we first started this years ago, Drew. The on National Christian Foundation's website, there's lots of videos of how the Lord is. Um, uh, growing us in the idea of generosity because yeah. we know Jesus was our first example that yeah. God gave, right? Yeah. He gave his only son. So from that, we can give our only son. We yeah. can give everything else below that. But one of the cool things was there's a video on young people your all's age that um, they were just friends that started a, a giving circle. In fact, mm-hmm. that's the goal is that these women, they may go off and start their own giving circle or um, but uh, anyway, so this young, uh, these young kids came around this couple who had massive debt, and the video is all about how their buddies, and there may have been 20 of them in the room, I don't know, and they just said, hey, we, this, person, this family has debt, and we want to erase their debt. So together, they put all their funds in. Wow. I know, it's Holy so cool. That just age. sounds so fun. Like, yeah. how fun would that be to do yes. that? And it was all on video. And so they walk in and they're like, well, we're not sure why we're here. Well, we're celebrating you. And then, you know, someone steps up and said, we we see how you all have carried the burden of debt for so long. And we want you to know we've paid off your loans. Wow. Someone someone said to me, I feel like it was your mom the other day that said this little quote, like, it takes a village. Yes. Or something like that. Someone said that to me. Oh, um, the friend that we met the other day, Amy. Oh, yeah, but she yeah. said that, but like, that just, yes. it does. It, like yes. I can't single-handedly do that. You can't single-handedly do exactly. that, but it's so cool. Like what you can, this is so cliche and so tacky, but it's really cool what we can do together. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, it's, yeah. um, I in heard... the power of the Lord and what yeah. he has put on your heart. And yeah. So it is for us women. Absolutely. Yeah. But just. So, you know, it's also for you. It's yeah. also for your generation to yeah. step out into what the Lord's calling you in terms of impactful giving yeah. with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do it at church. You do it, you know, in your tithing and all that. But this is just, this is the abundance thing. Well, it's, it's also, it's really fulfilling to be personally invested in something. Like, you, yes. you are giving yourself and you're not just giving money like yes. it's so good to tithe at your church and to support what they're doing and everything but mm. you know you, you're also allowed to go and you know investigate for yourself of just like hey what's what's really meaningful to me that I'm yes. like witnessing in my community mm-hmm. and it it's a two-way street because yeah. you are investing in them but you are receiving fulfillment right back and everything which yeah. is really good it's a hard issue because at the end of the day the Lord is like, hey, I own it all anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, he says, you know, store up your treasure in heaven, which that's where we got our, our thing is, is Matthew six twenty one. Well, he owns it all. Why do we need to get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself, what's behind that? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something. You own yeah. it all. You don't want my little. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you don't even know the treasures yeah. that you're storing up. You don't even know the heart change when you recognize that you don't own it. He has, and yeah. you get just to steward it. Yeah. It is a heart change that yeah. next thing you know, you're just throwing it all at Jesus. Yeah. You're just going, take it, take yeah. it all. Yeah. 
It's really cool. And it's also like what you're doing too is really good is like a really good example for everyone else to watch because you said the the two um what is it the kind of things that you could do is ruth and naomi yes and it's 365 Mm -hmm. or 600 and you know that's not that's not some spare change i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's a easy chunk right there Mm -hmm. but what you're doing is you are like sacrificially giving and you're giving generously, but you are investigating and like that should honestly be a testament to a lot of people because, you know, if, if, if you were a billionaire and you gave away a million dollars a week, but you just put it in a bucket and gave it away, it's like technically you're giving more than everybody else, but you're still not giving right. of yourself. Right. And that's not what matters. Right. You know, what matters is how you guys are, are saying, okay, we are planning on sacrificing mm, for yes. something in this community that we believe mm-hmm. is bearing fruit and is a good thing. Where we see the Lord at work. Yeah. Right, right. And that's mm-hmm. that right there is like the the essence of that and the, the, the mentality is mm-hmm. what should be made more known to to everybody else what gets to be yeah yeah Yeah. because i mean what we did the math earlier and like we were talking about our church and how much money they receive every week which was a lot but Mm -hmm. it was still at the same time we like divided it up and it was like okay well if everyone gives 33 dollars a week then it would add up to that much and it would Mm -hmm. just be like kind of anonymous but Mm -hmm. now it's this we are actually like investigating this mission that we have yes. of sending people, which is really cool. Yeah. Cause um, God invites us into his work yeah. yeah, and his work isn't simply stroking a check. Right. Like he literally says, I am inviting you to join me. I gave my son so that you all can have the Holy spirit. So we've got all of these resources, the Holy spirit and wisdom and, we got all of these things that we get to say, okay, less of me, more of you. Where are you at work? Yep. Show me. And it, it just, like, he doesn't have to do that. He does not have to invite. Yeah. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need my money. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need anything. Yeah. But he wants me. Mm-hmm. He wants the yeah. relationship. Yeah. And that has manifested itself yeah. through giving more and more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like what I just kind of envisioned just now was he doesn't want you to pay him to build a kingdom. Like he wants you to build it with him, you know, like you, whatever resources that may come in, whether it's a talent or it is uh, an income, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. that is cool. Yeah. Well, Marty, I want to ask you a couple questions about yourself. You do. I'll let you, you go first. It's okay. Well, mine are kind of the 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 rapid fire fire questions. So Mm -hmm. you go ahead and do your questions. Sometimes I have to like interject really quick (laughs) because I'll get on a roll. Yeah. yeah, You go for it first. Well, I just had a question and then a comment. Okay. And so, okay. I've heard you say like a few times now cattle, like he owns all the cattle on the hill. Is that like from like, where is that from? Because yes, it's scripture. So he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yeah. That that's seems just, like a song. Because you've verse. said that, and I just can't help but point that out because that's beautiful. And like, I, that's a. 
I can tell that's nestled in your heart. It so. is. The Lord has definitely written it on my heart. It's Psalms fifty ten. Okay. It says every beast. Oh, of did the you forest. know it, Drew? <laughs> did you? I I knew it was a Psalms verse. Okay. Yeah. Well, go for yeah. it. What does it say? So it's uh, Psalms fifty ten. For every animal in the forest is mine. Mm. So all yeah. the animals on your mom's farm. They belong to the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the for every animal in the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm. They're innumerable. I love that because you forget. Like you, I really do forget. Like I look at all Drew's six dogs and three sheep and seven goats and cat and a hundred chickens, and I'm just like, oh, they're Drew's. Don't forget the seven mm-hmm. ducks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, like. They really are the Lord's. And I think it's a really Mm. healthy thing to practice that thought, to practice like when you look at someone's items or home or even like their financial means, like that's actually the Lord's. So when you're fundraising, like I'm in YWAM, so I've experienced this, like Mm. it's hard to work past fear and asking people sometimes, but I need to remember, I'm not asking them for their money. I'm asking God for his money. And I'm asking those people to partner with me, what God's with what God's doing in my life. And, you know, like his missions. Um, And it's like God, he has all this money and he knows how to rearrange it Mm -hmm. and filter it through different vessels. He has all these resources. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, can you count? the cattle on a thousand hills yeah. it's countless it's yeah. endless they're always multiplying they're always breeding they're yeah. always multiplying so it is an endless abundance that mm. your father and my father own mm. so he will provide according to his timing and his planning because he owns it all so okay lord you own it all it's all yours what do you want me to do with it? Because mm. you've entrusted me and my friends in my community. The Lord has entrusted a lot to us, yeah. Yeah. to whom much is given, much is mm. expected. And um, I, I've grown up in Louisville, Kentucky. I didn't grow up in Louisville, but I'm saying I, mm-hmm. I, this is where he's placed me. Yeah. We live in an, abu- an abundance. So yeah. I just want to just say, okay, Lord. It's your cattle on these hills that you've placed me in. What do I do with them? So that's beautiful. Um, with you and your terms of, of uh, YWAM, um, the Lord is going to provide, and he's excited about your, your yeah. journey and your willingness and your obedience. So yeah. I love you, YWAM kids. Thanks. So fun. Yeah. Woo. It's been, oh, my gosh, I've grown so yeah. much. But my comment, mm-hmm. so it's really cool because a part of YWAM, we get to have speakers every week. Um, and that's just like the, one of the coolest parts about being a part of that program, because people that we have are base leaders in other countries. Like Mm -hmm. we had this one guy, um, Carlos Penning and he was from Chile. So he worked on the YWAM base in Chile in South America. And he spoke on the character, character and nature of God. But he was so cool. And it's so cool because we get different speakers every week. So we're getting different topics that are really deep, deep in the word. And like these people that specialize in speaking and like different topics like identity Mm -hmm. and character and nature of God and spiritual warfare. So every week's a different topic and we just go for it, like dive in. So I don't know. This would only be possible if the Lord did it. 
but we have YWAM speakers come in from like international bases. And so mm-hmm. one guy, he was my favorite. His name is um Chris Vangala and he is from India, but his base is in North Carolina mm. in Asheville. And so it's so funny like they their ministry has a lot to do with like the the people that come through the hippie trail and like yeah. they're very like new age and they have like Buddhist and Hindu practices mm-hmm. and beliefs and stuff and so they minister to those people. But I'm wondering, like, if it, would, if we could somehow figure out a way, like, it would probably be more like me that would have to initiate it, but we have speakers come in that are working around the world, and how cool would it be if we could set the timing right, if they came in wow. a week when you all needed a speaker or something, and they, they are busy speaking for our classes, but a lot of times, like, they they might just speak four days a week, but they'll be here the entire week. So how cool would it be if they got to come speak in your wow. giving circle? Mm-hmm. We have people come from all over. Like, they come to Global Kentucky. Yeah, like okay. we had a missionary come from Papua New Guinea and yeah. come and speak an hour in Louisville, Kentucky for a week. And we, Wow. Yeah, and just other places like that. that that's the cool thing about YWAM. They virtually have bases literally anywhere you can mm-hmm. think of. And it's so cool, yeah. like, yeah. no one really knows, like, God is so cool, like, no one knows what's really happening, but, like, right here in Louisville, like, so many people are coming from all over the world, <sighs> and they're just, like, coming to speak to us kids mm-hmm. about God, mm-hmm. and, like, like we had another girl come from Australia, and Papua New Guinea and Australia are pretty close, and that's really far away, and they yeah. came to speak for a week. In Louisville, wow. Kentucky. So how cool would it be to snag one for yes. just a little bit? Thank so, you for sharing that. And, and we can just lift that up to the Lord and say, you know, I, thank you, Lord, for even planting the seed. Because it's a, it is, it's a kingdom principle. Mm-hmm. So I can assure you that if I say to your speaker who happens to be in town, would you share a story of God's generosity with our women? They're going to go, well, sure. I mean, it's it's not like a topic that someone is an expert on. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you have a story of generosity where he has stepped in and said, let me show you my abundance. It just blows your mind. So I look forward to seeing how the Lord. Yeah, I'll keep that in the back of my mind. Because I'm doing BSN in January, so we'll have more speakers coming in. And, And, sorry. No. There are people in my class that will actually be students that are wanting to start the BSN program in Orlando, Florida. And then there's some people overseas. I think they're somewhere from one of the like, you know, like Switzerland, Norway, like Sweden, like Mm -hmm. one of those. And they have a base there, but they're coming to Louisville to do the BSN. So actually we have students that are international that do missions overseas that would be really they would know gotcha. more international ministries yeah. so yeah i can cool. hook you up thank you cool. thank you well marty near the end of the show i ask rapid fire questions kind of so that we can get to know the speaker a little bit more okay. and everything so um it's not you don't you can answer as long as you want don't worry about it but uh these are just questions about you and then we'll kind of wrap up the show okay. and everything. But okay. starting out, um, what is your favorite movie or your top three favorite movies? Oh, I'm going to disappoint <laughs> you. 
I'm really going to, first of all, I have to say, I, uh, I can only imagine, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Movie, yeah. It was an excellent movie. I am a non-movie person. Really? I, I, Are you I kind of like seen, against? No, or? absolutely not. Thank you for asking that. Because no, yeah. no, it's not that I'm against. Um, I have a, a theory. Yeah. Um, it, something bad's going to happen, and then something good's going to happen, and the movie's going to end. So why waste my time on it? <laughs> okay? Isn't there That's a protagonist and antagonist? Go. Yes. That's and so, true. That's how most of them Why go. waste my time? Because I know it's going to end well, and if it doesn't end well, I don't want to watch it because it's going to make me cry, and I'm not, I'm just, I mean, oh, life is... <laughs> that is I, a funny mentality. I can boil it down. That's so funny. That. It really, movies aren't a safe place for me because I'm a crier. You so. would convince a whole friend group not to go to the movies because you're like, I'm willing to bet something bad happens and then something, something good, good happens, happens and, and it's then the over. movie over. <laughs> everybody's like, well, I don't want to go now. Okay. And you know, I've listened to your podcast when I listen to that. I'm thinking, I am such a weirdo. I'm the only person in the world that hates movies. There are ways. And again, you and Alex m- lot though. Oh, is Alex, Alex the same way? Alex refuses to go to the movies. He'll, he'll literally tell the whole friend group, like, oh, y'all can go do that. I won't. And then we're just like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not going to go without you. So, yeah. That's so funny. And I'm glad you asked because it is not out of a place of judgment. It is a place of just like it's really – first of all, I, I'm dyslexic. And so I can't keep up with the uh, the plot for that long. I'm like twiddling my thumbs going, this is annoying because I know how it's going to end. <laughs> I had no the idea person's going to be fine. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So the person's going to be fine. There's something good. And if it doesn't, they're going to cry. And I don't want any part of that. So, yeah, sorry. All right. Cool. Well, Alex that, that and I. tells us more about you. And that's the <laughs> whole point. So that's kind of like a good, it's a good no-nonsense mentality. Like you're, <laughs> you would want to dive into something a little bit more meaningful than just kind of entertaining well, yourself I, with I, something. You know, like fun. chick flicks, things like that. That is yeah. not safe for me. I don't want to go down this 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 road of oh this is what the what perfect love and perfect marriage i don't want to go down that because i yeah. don't want to cry and be sad yeah. like, so chick flicks make you cry yeah. hallmark it makes you cry why <laughs> i just i don't want to cry <laughs> That's so funny. i love my friends who love hallmark and all and it's just not my thing mm-hmm. okay next because <laughs> i'm what? weird i get it drew what's my favorite movie do you know it oh i just Yep, you're on the spot. Okay. What is it? It's a, uh, well, it's, uh-huh. So, what are your, <laughs> what is your. You really your, don't know. I, you've said it to me before, but yeah, like, I have. literally, because I'm. No excuses. On a podcast right now, I'm like forgetting. <laughs> that's yeah, my that's excuse. Yeah, that's your excuse? Okay. We've watched it, though, before. Like. Actually, I don't know if we have. I'm almost certain we have. I don't know if we have. It'll come to it's me. It's Avatar. Oh. And I we don't think we. We haven't watched Avatar together. Yeah. But. Okay. Back okay. to Marty. There we go. Wow. I totally What's forgot. What's Avatar? I'm seasoned. <laughs> I, I know I it's a like, movie. That's all well, let me tell wow. you. Okay. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite book or your top three favorite books? Oh, gosh. Well, they... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a waste I of my had time. To do it's it. a waste of my time. <laughs> no, I, actually, I, I've just... I'm a slow, 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 slow reader. But um, God has said it's okay that you're a slow reader, and I've just become a reader probably in the past two or three years prior to that. Yeah. Probably never read any book, but my number one book would be Redeeming Love. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, yes. my gosh. I yes. couldn't put that book down. And my f- dear friend Terry Ledford 
said to me, now, if you only read one book in your life, I'm like, you know me very well, because <laughs> I will only read one book in my life. You have to read this book. And um, so, yes, she was right, and it was worth me reading, and I've given it away a gazillion times since. But Redeeming Love by yeah. Francis, Francine Rivers is mm-hmm. by far my favorite book. Yeah. And then, I, yeah. I'm not a book reader. I'm, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is, or what's your favorite type of music? Who is your favorite artist and what's your favorite song? If you have those. Yeah. You know, I, of course I love all Christian music. It is my lifeline mm-hmm. way FM and, yeah. um, WJIE there. So any, but I love all music. Yeah. I mean, I can remember back in the day when you all were playing basketball and we'd be jamming to, it was can I say that? <laughs> Yeah, you could yeah. say it. It was Lil Wayne and T-Pain. Something like that. a hurricane or something. Yeah, I, mean, was... I love all that. <laughs> I remember some of the music oh you're gosh. talking about. See, I feel like yeah. I had more freedom in high school because I went to public school and I feel like all the cow kids weren't necessarily um. supposed to be listening to all of that that was not the case the perception of cow kids is really it's unfortunate i mean do we do we strive for holiness of course we do yeah but we're they're just normal kids yeah and um, they just had that pressure to not be normal kids the world had the perception and i can assure you um a cow kid is is no different and you know Mm -hmm. just striving for the, the wisdom, yeah. the growth and the wisdom and all that. But, yeah, I love all music. I love country music. I love boat music. I know you all go to the boat a lot. I love boat <laughs> music, music. yeah. And I don't have a – like, is, did someone write the song? Like, I don't pay attention to who wrote it. I'm the biggest yeah. geek when it comes to – like, I'll sing that song all day long and have no clue who wrote it. Yeah. So I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to paying cool. attention to who wrote it. Yeah. All right, cool. Um what is your favorite book of the Bible or scripture that you like to lean on the most? Um, of course, it, it changes with every season of my life. Well, my, my life verse has not changed, and it is the most bizarre. Like, it's it's just odd. But um, the verse that the Lord has constantly allowed me to see the world through is um, our struggles are not against flesh and blood. Mm. It's Ephesians 6. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, Lord, that's weird. But at the end of the day, it has saved me a lot of heartache and pain. And yeah. <clears throat> years ago, when he wrote it on my heart, years and years ago, I, you know, I, it, I would call upon it. But now I, I look back and I see, oh, you allowed me not to stand in judgment of or you allowed me not to be fearful of all because you taught me early in my walk with you that your struggle is not against that person fill in the blank so that's by far and i'm just like i want that on my gravestone yeah that's that's cool so cool it's freeing it's the I know what the struggle is, and it's not against flesh and blood. Yeah. It's spiritual warfare. And yeah. so because of that, it's like, okay, I can forgive. I can forgive. I can move on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite verse. And I, I, I've always loved Esther. Um, yeah. 4.14? Yeah. Well, the one in terms like... of just the whole chapter. Like, what's oh, your favorite okay. chapter? But then the other day, I can remember writing, like, oh, my gosh. this I think it was Psalms. 151 is like my favorite chapter so it changes yeah, yeah. but yeah. i really call upon who esther was yeah. um and then the lord equipping me to yeah. step into me being his daughter 
That's Aww. cool. Yeah, I like uh, I like that verse too in Ephesians because when I used to get like offended or heartbroken sometimes yeah. at like what I thought was like, why are you, you know, why are you doing yes. that? Why is this, why is this that way? Or mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, or I'd get like a sense of betrayal and it's like, you can't look at it like that because that person truly thinks or like those individuals truly think that they are right, yeah. you know, that they're correct or something. And it's like, no, they're just, they're just doing what, what they've been brought up in by the world and <clears throat> they don't know the freedom that they're not living in. Mm-hmm. And you have to not be offended by that, but you have yeah. to take that and you have to look at it as, you know, just seeing that they need liberation and you are on the other side of that equation and you can help them walk into that. Mm -hmm. But that's, I I like that verse too. That's one of actually my cousin's favorite verses. But, um, yeah. Uh, my next question is what is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Um, um, and if it's too so hard to much. think of one, like... Yeah, you, you know what? I always raised... David and I, we raised the kids with, like, you can never do wrong by doing right. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's been a... It's been kind of a plumb line, if you will. Right. Like, okay, quit throwing scripture at me. But if you've got something <laughs> that will help me... And and so yeah. that's um, that's been a good one. And you yeah. know what? There's been plenty of times, like, I know what's right to do here, and I don't want to do it, but okay, fine, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Gritting my teeth. And I think that's true for the kids and for all of us that, yeah, just, okay, you can never do wrong by doing right. Just do right and move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, You want to know a piece of advice Justin Weiss gave me the other day that I thought was really divine? What? He said, always have enough money to send your woman to go get her hair done or take her (laughs) to a spa. (laughs) I like that. I was like... Oh, no, that's a good. <laughs> no, that's actually. I love getting my hair done. Yeah, or like yeah. my nails done. That's good. Advice. He wow, literally. He looked at Justin. me and he like. He like looked at me dead in the eye. He said, "Always have enough money to send your girl to <laughs> go get her hair done." And and, I was like, and can I add to that? What? Know your woman's Starbucks order. Oh, I've already oh. got that. I know. Done. You know mine, Grande but I feel like that's a good piece of advice. Wow, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, Justin. I don't know Justin very well. I'm going to get to he know him He's the best. He's I'm awesome. Excited. I love him. He said him. he got that piece of advice from <laughs> one of his mentors, like, the week before he got married. This, like, 50-year-old man walked I up to me and goes, I got something to tell you. You better always have some money to send your woman to go get her hair done. And he's like, I'm going to hold okay. on to that. <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right, a couple more questions, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, weird question. Oh, gosh, I, I know what it is. Oh, boy. Do you believe in aliens? I knew it. Yes or no? If so, why or why not? Um, <clears throat> okay, so I need to call up on Brant Hansen for this one. Okay. So, Brant <clears throat> Hansen, do you ever listen to Way FM? Uh, sometimes. Like, oh, I don't. And I'm talking about... Sometimes. Yeah, like we're mostly like iTunes and Spotify. We don't really yeah. listen to the radio. Great we, we've shifted to the to the podcast. We listen world. to podcasts. Okay. Well, I'm sure to he's got a podcast. He's though. so stinking funny. He's <laughs> yeah. so funny. So Brant is all about aliens. So yeah. <laughs> I do not believe in them, but Brant is convincing me in some of his silliness 
You, Drew, yeah. you would just get the biggest kick out of him. Yeah. He's hysterical. I'll have to check so, that out. No, absolutely not. But if you yeah. and Brant believe, then I'll at least investigate. Why do you, uh, why do you not believe in aliens? <laughs> <laughs> My brain's too brilliant for such. Yeah. <laughs> it's for so, such it, a... It's just so funny, though, because it's like... You're a hoot. Oh, I, I mean, I don't want to convince everyone that there are aliens, and I don't even know if there I've are, but like, it's like... I have sh- shut down in conversations with him about this stuff. You. I'm like, okay, I'm shutting down. You I can't... are Sherry of the Sherry and Brandt show. I'm telling you, your life models alongside. You need to listen. So... You got to think about like one thing, and the next time you can do this, just go do it. Go walk outside on a oh clear, starry gosh. night, look in one direction... And realize that it goes forever <laughs> in that direction. Why would God waste all of that? Why not? Why not just like cool things out there? Could just be one other planet. I, we need to stop this. <laughs> I know. It's like the Drew, please stop. All right. I'm joining the insane. Last question. <laughs> reeling it back in to being serious, and this is mantra question. How would you say you're living your life on a mission? Oh, Drew, stop, click, in. Um, oh, my gosh, that's not even fair. <laughs> gosh, that's not fair. So I'm in a season of nothingness right now, like yeah. nothing. And, oh, Drew, so raised the kids, got them out the door. My purpose in life did not just pack its suitcase and go out the door. But the Lord's revealing to me, and so... <clears throat> I've I've spent a lot of my years filling my empty spaces yeah. with a lot of stuff, yeah. both mm-hmm. physical. I love TJ Maxx. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> but I have it has allowed me. It has kept me. I've just I've filled the void. So mm-hmm. how am I living my life on missions? I'm saying, okay, Lord, I have for far too long. <clears throat> filled myself. I mean, Spencer and Sloan have been gone for three and a half years. Yeah. So, Dang, three and I a forget half. that. I, I feel like Sloan's yeah. still in high school. She's going to graduate <laughs> next week. Oh. I'm sorry. In two days. Two days. Oh. Yeah. Um, on Friday? Yeah, on Friday. Wow. So, maybe she'll come home. I don't know. But this mama has been praying over the feet of that girl. Aww. So, we'll see where the Lord leads her. But... <clears throat> Um, so I've three and a half years of filling. So that my kids walked out. They, they, we've launched them. Praise you, Lord, you've you've launched them. And now, what next? And so I'm sitting in a season of, I have filled that space with so much, and I'm sorry about it. Mm. So I'm I'm right now. I'm literally saying, okay, Lord, I am not going to fill it with anything. And no TJ Maxx. No, I need a new couch. I need a new lamp, whatever. So my life on a mission looks to me like you get out of bed and, and I've learned when the Lord wakes me up in the middle of the night, it's for good reason. So Mm -hmm. I've learned to be obedient I'm getting up. I'm, I'm praying whenever he wakes me up in the morning and studying and I'm making myself sit there and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm learning Mm -hmm. so much. Um, and sometimes it'll be 11 o'clock before I even get out of my seat, my morning seat, but I just refuse to allow myself to fill it with all of this stuff. So my yeah. life on a mission looks like that yeah. right now. Um, um, the Lord's going to take me out of that, I know, yeah. but I, I'm 
I'm blessed enough that David has a great job and, and I am not working. I mean, right. I have the condos and I'm, I rent condos and all that. But for the most part, my life on a mission looks like just sitting and saying, okay, what next, Lord? Because I've, yeah. I've yeah. filled it with other stuff for so long that, and it's empty. It's, it's, yeah. Stuff's all gone. So we'll see. Like the other day, I got so excited because we ran out of water bottles. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. That means I need to go to Costco and get water bottles because I'm not going to run out and, you know, yeah. fill it with something else. So yeah. That is my life on a mission right now. That's cool. That's, That's like, beautiful. Um, it's oh, like you're... It's hard. It's, it is so hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard because the world says you've got to be busy. Yep. Your, your identity and your worth is in how busy you are. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, I've got... Like, I could go to lunch with somebody. Well, I'm not. I mean... I'm not having any invitations mm-hmm. come in right now. And that's okay. Yeah. The Lord's saying, just yeah. fill it with me. Yeah. And can you resist that urge to text somebody and say, meet me here, do this. And there's still nothing wrong with girlfriends, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? That yeah. is it's it's, hard. I've just been very intrigued by living a quiet life Yes. recently because like, like our generation, like we were talking about earlier, like mm-hmm. before the podcast, um, I feel like we have a strong pull to be significant, to be yes. great, to do big things mm-hmm. in the name of the Lord and yeah. be noticed. And maybe that's <clears throat> not just my generation, but maybe just American culture in general mm-hmm. is like, how can you succeed? How can you be great? How can you make your name known? Leave a legacy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And like when I sit, in my room and I'm just reading scripture, what's happening is like, I'm stepping into eternity and like, I am learning who God is and he's pleased with me no matter what I do. But like, it is hard. I feel that tension of like, I'm sitting in bed and it's literally 1 PM and I haven't gotten out of bed and I'm just reading scripture. But like, I've been intrigued because like Mary, the mother of Jesus lived a quiet, faithful life. And Mm -hmm. no one really, I don't know at least what she did, but she gave birth to the Savior. And like, no one knows what she did beforehand, but God came to her first. And just like this, the past sermon we listened to on Sunday, Mm -hmm. um, God came to her and said, the Lord has found favor with you. And I don't know if she was a speaker or wrote books or like, you know, right. like she wasn't some traveling missionary. Yeah. She was just married and probably disciples making disciples, making disciples. Yeah. I mean, we can buy into and there's a great that's the command. We need to do that. But on the other hand, we can't be that if we are not trained up in a relationship, everyday relationship with him mm-hmm. and hearing his voice and listening to the shepherd and hearing that. I mean, that's important before all the other things. Mm hmm. I've kind of got that backwards because mm-hmm. I've been on mission trips. I've got yeah. it all backwards for mm-hmm. many years. So now I'm paying the, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm paying. I'm kind of doing it reverse. Going, yeah. Okay. yeah. You're, I, I feel like you're just in an in-between. Yeah. Like he's, we're reevaluating, reinstating, and mm-hmm. just peeling back some things yes. to step into a season with fresh eyes. Yes. yes. And also, you know, when you're able to look back on all the chapters of your life and you see where you are right now, even if it's just literally removing all things, distractions, so that you can be with God, 
you get to realize that God's had you in the places exactly right where he's wanted you, you know? And that was like for me personally with Christian Academy, I knew for a fact I graduated in the lower half of the class as far as, you know, like grades and academics go, because I had no interest Mm -hmm. in doing schoolwork. I went to college for a year, decided it wasn't for me. <clears throat> but I got lost in this lack of identity and it was these things where I was just reaching out for stuff and it wasn't landing. And all mm. of a sudden, like this mission trip comes along where I go to Sicily and I mm. literally have my mind just, just cracked open wow. and I come back and then like with that identity and what I decide to pursue and start doing and find fulfillment with, I'm like, gosh, dang it all those years of feeling ashamed of not doing the things that my friends were doing Mm -hmm. because I felt like that's what it was supposed to be, you know, and they may be on the place that they're being called to do. God's got them right where they wanted them, but God brought me so through those things Mm -hmm. so that I could be here and then it'll take me there. And it's, it's not going to be like anybody else's journey. Right. So, I just like personally what I think anybody else can learn from you is that, yeah, you can do the entire, you know, like nice house, motherhood, raising kids, being a good mom, getting them out the door, setting their lives up to be good, honoring that chapter of your life. And then you can start on a whole nother yeah. journey. And it's like, they're like, you could literally, you could literally have an entire whole new yeah. Just a complete yeah. different adventure, yeah. you know? And it's he's not, making it's all not things limited. new. And so yeah. he's making me new from two weeks ago or from 10 years ago. Then I trust him. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And I'm sorry you had to go through that, Drew, but I think that's all of our stories. Yeah. Like we didn't fit into this as yeah. a mom or this group or that, whatever. And um, at the end of the day, yeah. hasn't he been faithful oh, to absolutely. use that? I seriously, to, like to, today, Ooh. I have no regrets. But like... Yeah. During the college years, when I would work at restaurants, but then I'd just go hang out with the guys at campus, Mm -hmm. and I'd watch them, like, talk about college classes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was low. I was low because I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I don't want to do that. But at the same time, I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm just not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nowhere. It seems like I'm insignificant. And that, that is probably where my heart is. Like, my heart is for college age kids and the Lord has taken me he's given me the opportunity to go to work at Passion yeah. for a couple of times no which way. I love Passion yeah. yes yes I'm just a door handler there but I'm that's, sorry I'm going to oh miss gosh. it this year but I'll, I, that's really I get cool, to be though. in Israel <laughs> yes. with college age kids but I, I just want your age to know what I didn't know back then yeah. and if the Lord can use me then, or I get to peep into it or somehow be used, and then that is that excites me. Mm. You yeah. know, I've, different people have different things that the Lord has put on their hearts that excites them. And yeah. Drew, just the just the 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 lies that the enemy says that you have to fit into this is yeah. such a waste of time. Now, yeah. I know the Lord's going to use it, but I just want I want the Drews and the Martys to know that, yeah. You don't fit into that mold because God's got something beautiful. He knit you together in your mother's womb for this purpose. And don't 
try not to let the world tell you you have to fit in here. Yeah. So if I get the opportunity to um, speak that, I've lived that, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just the enemy's lies. Yeah. He's so identifiable. Yeah. It's just yeah. trying to make you make decisions out of fear and and try to choose what's practical or comfortable yeah. and like sacrifice like what you feel live like less than he's trying yeah. to make you live less than yeah. what God created yeah and that ain't gonna happen yeah absolutely. That ain't gonna happen cool so. let's let's shout out this generosity group one more time what's yes. it called and how can they get in touch yes we are the 621 experience and uh, we get together on January 27th so if you are interested in um Getting to know more about how and when on January 27th, we actually meet, like I said earlier, at um, Sitting on a Hill, and I think it's usually a 6.30, 6.45, meeting starts at 7, yeah. and contact me, just call me, text me, 502-648-4032. This is an informational meeting, so okay. if you go, well, if I go, I feel like I'm committed, and I'm booked, and I'm, and then if I walk away, I'm going to be embarrassed. No. No, if you come and, and the Lord says, um, daughter, I really mm. have you investing in this YWAM group, this, right. you know, whatever group, this way, then, then we yeah. are 100% women who are non-judgmental. Mm. Uh, people will say, well, I just can't do it because I can't invest the time. Never, like when in the summers when we visit, I'd say we probably have 15 to 20 people per visit. There's never any judgment. We are moms. We are working women with careers yeah. and walking in the Lord the way he's uh, appointed us to. So if you don't get to visit, in fact, the first year that I did it um, with Sherry Fields Group, I didn't get to visit any of the ministries. Yeah. So that's okay. I mean, it is truly come and investigate and see if there's something in the Lord. But there is no judgment in how many things you get to go to and how many you don't. It's perfect it's awesome sisters doing life together so cool thank you drew well ladies and gentlemen <coughs> wow i managed to go entire podcast okay. without having you a voice crack and that's what happens bring attention to it. i well everyone's we gonna notice when his voice cracks. <laughs> yeah. anyways It'll i'll have all that information it's okay it probably will i'll have all that information posted <laughs> <laughs> episode so you can reach out to marty and the women's group i hope you guys learned a lot i know i have ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening and we will see you next time